And for more on this, we're joined on the line now by Head of Policy at the Treatment Action Campaign, Marcus Lowe. Thanks for your time this morning, Marcus. Thank you. Good morning, Sakina. So why is this uh, suggestion only coming now uh, from the World Health Organization? Is there any new research uh, that has given rise to this? Yes. I mean, in the last 12 months, we've had very, very significant new research. Um, you know, a year ago, we were not certain that it benefits patients to start treatment earlier. We thought, you know, it might be okay if you wait until the immune system shows sign of decline. Um, but what we now know is that it's it's clearly in the best interest of patients to start treatment as soon as possible, um, and it reduces the risk of serious events like uh, AIDS-related cancers um, and tuberculosis and so on. So, you know, we're essentially in a position now where we know that suddenly overnight all 6.4 million HIV-positive people in the country should should be offered treatment. So it's changed the dynamics um, very quickly. Um, but, you know, what's important to notice is that even though it's going to cost us a lot in the short term to provide treatment to more people, um, in the long term this will reduce uh, morbidity from cancers and TB, etc. Um, but the other bit of research that we have from the last two, three years um, shows that once people are on treatment, they are much less likely to transmit HIV to their sexual partners. So the more people we put on treatment now, um, the fewer infections we'll have in future. So in the long term, it's, it's clearly the way to go. You've uh, touched uh, very slightly on the issue of funding because that is one of the challenges. You know, um, uh, where's the money going to come from? We're going to find that money uh, to put people on antiretrovirals uh, more speedily. But also the issue of access that becomes a question, Marcus. Yeah, I mean, there are very serious and legitimate concerns about about our ability to implement um, these guidelines. But... You know, the first thing to realize is that by providing more people with treatment now, we'll save money in the long term. So it's it's really something that we just have to find a way to do. I mean, for us, the more con- serious concern is that our healthcare system, or the public healthcare system at least, is struggling to deliver treatment to people at the current levels. Um, and that's worse in some provinces like the Free State in Pumalanga, um, Eastern Cape. Um, as you'll know, we have regular stockouts of essential medicines. Um, but, you know, these are issues that we must overcome. Um, you know, they're not a reason not to implement new guidelines because we, we know that new guide, the new guidelines will save lives. Um, so, you know, what we're hoping for is a what's needed really is a, is a much more um, intensive effort to fight HIV. Um, we're worried that the political will that we had 10 years ago isn't there anymore. Um, you know, while the Minister of Health is on board, you know, it's unclear whether Treasury is making the right amount of funds available. Um, we don't think they are. Um, you know, it's unclear whether there's a political will to deal with underperforming provinces like the Free State um, in Kumalanga, where MECs for health are being kept in place for 
you know, what appears to us to be purely political reasons and not their ability to, you know, to deal with the problems in the healthcare system. So it's a situation where we need the political will. If, you know, if government gets its act together on this um, and works with the South African National AIDS Council, works with the Treatment Action Campaign and all the various groups, then, then we can do this. But it will require a radical shift and um, political will that we're worried isn't quite there at the moment. And as things stand at the moment, what are the options uh, to, available to patients uh, who have not yet reached that immune cell count uh, to be able to take antiretrovirals as things stand at the moment? What do they do? Yeah, so, I mean, this is a concern. At the moment, in the public sector, you only get treatment once your CD4 count drops to um, 500, which means that you know, essentially you, there has to be signs of real immune system decline before you can get treatment in the public sector. And if you're in the private sector, you, you know, some medical aid schemes may pay for treatment at an earlier stage, um, especially in the light of the new WHO guidelines, but not all will. We, a while ago, we wrote around and asked medical aid schemes, and, you know, they're waiting for guidelines to be updated. So we're in the kind of scary situation at the moment where someone with a CD4 count of 600 um, knows that they should really be receiving treatment. But if they can't pay the you know, four, 500 rand out of pocket every month, then they just can't access it. So that's why we want you know, our government to implement the new WHO guidelines um, 